everything your body needs. It replenishes your body. It keeps you nice and healthy. I just have a small two ounces of it every morning. And folks, it just it makes you feel great. Packed with amazing antioxidant, everything your body needs to feel refreshed, young, and free from disease. Pick up a bottle of a Kyberry at Dave's in East Greenwich, but then you can also get it. Pop in and see our friend Marie at It's My Health in Cumberland, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie at 305-3585. Now, tonight, uh, I will be on the air, Facebook Live, for election coverage. Folks, um, you know, I don't know, voter lines are packed right now. Massachusetts voter pack lines at polls on Election Day. So that is the Trump surge that we've been hearing about. You can send me an email if you want to, john at Also, those watching on Facebook Live, you can also uh, click if you voted yet. And then I want to uh, address some of the things. Here are some of the questions. Will Johnston stick? This is uh, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Will Johnston stick with President Trump? He won it four years ago. We're going to find out. Whether or not uh, President Trump will win Johnson. I'm very interested to find out if President Trump wins Cranston and Warwick. Now, there's, this could end up being record turnout in Rhode Island. I'm going to give you the numbers in just a moment. But some of the races that we're watching. Congressman Cicilline, he's up against two independents. Independent Jeff Lemire is making a last-minute surge. Could it be enough to catch Cicilline? We're going to follow that. CD1. Obviously, also, if Vice President Biden is elected, someone that has been rumored that would end up in his cabinet is none other than Governor Gina Raimondo. So if Biden wins, I am willing to bet that she goes to Washington, part of his cabinet. Uh, Former Mayor Cumberland Dan McKee, the lieutenant governor, becomes governor. So there's a big shift with everything towards 2022. If the Senate is controlled by Democrats... U.S. Senator Jack Reed is in line to chair the Armed Services Committee. And there's an outside chance, according to Dan McGowan, U.S. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse takes over Judiciary Committee. Now, David Cicilline is already running for assistant speaker. And Langevin's in line to become Armed Services Committee. Bob Lancey is running good campaign. Question one. Now, I posted on John DePietro show on Facebook. And if you're watching on Facebook, folks, share that you're watching Click the like button. Become a supporter of Facebook, by the way. There is a thing right there posted on the wall. But I'm anxious to see about that on whether or not, and question one is removing plantations. I think this is one of those questions. I know that our state leaders want it removed. I know Nellie Gorbia wants it taken off. I know Governor Amundo wants it taken off. I know what certain people at the General Assembly. Let's see how that comes out. Ten years ago, that vote went 75 25, 75, around 75%, maybe 70, right around there, voted no. I think it was around 70%. So it would have to be a swing of 20 points where people would have to say, yes, let's change the name of the state and remove Providence Plantation. If the voting was done fairly, if this was a legit election, I would say that that would fail. But this is Rhode Island that we're talking about. Now, District 15. I am predicting Barbara Ann Fenfung defeats Speaker Mattiello. I've been speaking, as many of you know, I grew up in Cranston. I still speak to a lot of people in Cranston. It looks like he has come to the end of the line. That Brit money laundering corruption trial, that was just enough for people to hear. And the things that came out of it, such as the spying that went on, the surveillance that was that went on. Mattiello, again, Sergeant Schultz, he doesn't know anything. I predict that Barbary and Fenfung, and also Mayor Fung is still wildly popular in Cranston. I think he wins. I am hearing that Ken Hopkins will win and become the next mayor of Warwick. I don't know about Warwick, but excuse me, the mayor of Cranston. Ken Hopkins will win and become the new mayor of the city of Cranston. With Warwick, I don't know. I know that that has been um, a lot. And I don't know. I know all eyes are on John Breen and Lisa Baldelli Hunt. We'll find out tonight. On uh, whether or not uh, John Breen, former state rep, will be successful against Mayor Baldelli Hunt. I'm sure uh, Jeff will have that. Obviously, some other races we're watching is I'm really hoping for Anthony Giarusso to defeat Justin Caldwell. Uh, I think Frank Ritchie has a very good shot to win. That's House District 42. Um, Doreen Costa is on a very good race, but Doreen Costa has a third party 
has a third in that race, and it's Matt Mannix. I think that makes it very difficult for Republican Doreen Costa. I think Scott Zambarano will declare victory in Warwick against progressive Kendra Anderson, who is really, really progressive. Some of those are some of the big ones, folks. And then I think a big uh, shakeup at the state house. So, but this whole business, no credible thought threat. But Rhode Island law enforcement prepares for popular popular unrest. Who's threatening to riot? Why is this being? Um, oh, good. Thank you, Tom Casey. Just became a supporter. Thank you very much. Folks, it's right on the page. You just click on that. You become a supporter. We want to build that up quite a bit. I know we have so many people that like a lot of the coverage. So someone asked me, are you going to be out tonight? Folks, tonight I will be right here, the Facebook Live studio. We have different people at some of the different uh, precincts and areas around the city giving you uh, breaking news coverage as it happens. As far as the presidential front, I, I'm like you. I don't have a handle on it. I know that President Trump needs a lot of people out there voting for him today. Um, Biden late in the game. Donna Perry, unusual to see him going back on the stump on Election Day. Biden is still racing around Pennsylvania. And they're nervous because Harris also is in Michigan today. Now, as much as maybe that is being nervous, I wouldn't mind if the... Trump people were out there, as a matter of fact. I wouldn't mind if the Trump people were out there. And if you're a candidate, <coughs> folks, you want to campaign up until the very end. I remember against Brendan Darty when Congressman Cicilline, he was out there election night until 930, handing out pizza. Cicilline was inside the polling place handing out pizza. The one idea, Sanchez, of course it's against the law, but he was out there. Um Let's see. Ted Nisi is tweeting out top bottom five Rhode Island cities for voter turnout. Jamestown, as of 1045 this morning, Jamestown has 68 percent turnout. Borrington, 61 percent turnout. Charlestown, 60 percent turnout. East Greenwich, 58. North Kingstown, 56. Bottom cities for voter turnout. As of 1045, Woonsocket only had 29 percent turnout. Pawtucket had 37% turnout, and Johnston had 42%. Central Falls, the lowest, at 24% turnout in those cities. So what happens to the race if, in fact, it's low turnout against Lisa Baldelli, Hunt, and John Breen? That's a a good question. Uh, Rhode Island has now topped 400,000 vote cast in the election, and polls are still open for seven more hours. The state is a shade under 50% turnout right now and already at 86% of the total 2016 turnout. So we're right above 400,000. And then you can see some of the communities that have heavy voter turnout. Governor Mundo already voted. Uh, reminder, if you still have a mail ballot sitting in the kitchen table, you can bring it to your polling place and put it in a drop box. Well, that's important to know. Um, I want to see some of the um, other uh, people. And again, folks, let me uh, just check Rhode Island Board of Elections. Black Lives Matter. We already have information that some of their people have been inside the polling places. That is illegal, should not be allowed to go on. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rhode Island Board of Elections. There's a power outage around Mount Pleasant High School. Polling place operating normally under generator power. Now, folks, you have to be careful of that. They look for that, and then they stack the machines. And then when the machines are turned back on, they're juiced way up. So be careful of power outages. There was also a power outage earlier in North Providence. That's also very, very suspicious. Um, Let's see. Uh, Mail ballots. 156,000 have been received. 105,000 have been processed. So that is the Board of Elections. We will be following them uh, as the night goes along. And I I just get very, very, like many of you, I get very, very nervous. Uh, I want to go on. They have a new, (coughs) excuse me, website that you can go on. I apologize, folks. It's not a COVID cough. This is the, um, and I'll be following this tonight. This is the 2020 General Election Rhode Island voter turnout. Right now, the total turnout is 402,000, almost 50 percent, 86 percent of 2016. Election Day voters so far, 92,000. Mail ballot votes, 160,000. Early voters, are you ready for this? 150,000. 
That is a lot. And right now, Barrington is leading with 65% voter turnout. 65%. I don't see Providence. Let me find Providence. Folks, this is a problem. Providence, Election Day voters so far, 13,000. Mail ballot voters, 18,000. Early voters, 11,000. Total turnout so far in Providence is 42,000. Just in Providence. Why is that important? Smithfield so far, 9,000. But who do you think Providence is going to go for? Now, so far, they already have 43,000 in Providence, and Pawtucket has 19,000. So between right now, between Providence and Pawtucket, they're at 60,000 votes. 60, actually 61,000 votes between Providence and Pawtucket. The reason that's a problem, Cranston so far has 32,000 voters. Total turnout, 32,000 so far in Cranston. Warwick has 34,000. So I'm very anxious to see whether or not President Trump can carry those. All right, let's go to some sound. I want to uh, go to some sound again, folks. Tonight, we will be monitoring the uh, elections. Um, um, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I want to let me uh, get back to I want to play a little sound of their their plotting out. Now, folks, there's just so much that we don't know as far as who is going to um, in some of the battleground states. We just don't have a handle of it. Let me hear. uh, This is uh, PBS's Judy Woodruff. President Trump's travel itinerary. He's hitting five, six states a day on many days. And they look and they see Joe Biden's schedule. He's not going to as many places, not having as many rallies. They worry he's not showing as much energy as President Trump. You know, and that is that is the Democrats saying that. Now, I also want to hear this was uh, Chuck Todd on uh, Meet the, meet the Press. See of it on the monitor, but essentially of, of, of how, on one hand, Joe Biden has plenty of paths, but it is, it's increasingly looking like he desperately needs to make sure he wins one state in the Sun Belt. Let me go through some things here. So let's go ahead and get Biden, Minnesota. We're going to go ahead and give the president Iowa and Ohio for now, though those aren't givens. We're going to go ahead and give Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan to Biden. Um, the Trump campaign themselves believes that those two are tough. And then that starts to leave you with the Sun Belt plus Pennsylvania here, Charlie. And so then you realize here the good news for Biden is he just needs one. Arizona would do it. Okay, but maybe we have that tied race. Maybe maybe evangelical white women keep Trump uh, afloat there and he, and he wins it. There's Texas. I, I'll tell you, I've talked to some Democrats who think turnout among Latinos at the border did not it um, is not coming through the way they wanted it. Um, then there's Georgia. It could be, this is the one that I think Democrats are the most bullish on. But even if that holds, North Carolina could do it. Even if that holds, Florida can do it. But this is the problem, Charlie, is if he doesn't get a single Sun Belt, then we're all sitting here waiting on Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania then becomes the be-all, end-all. So it does seem to think that while he has all these paths for the stability of the country, Biden needs a Sun Belt state. Fair? I can't tell from your I can't tell from your map how where do you have Nebraska two in right Maine now we two. have two Nebraska two we go ahead and give it to Biden and we put Maine two into Trump uh, under this scenario. Okay, okay, wow, that's a good one. Well, between Texas, Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina, Florida, I, if if Biden came up with none of those, I would be very, very, very surprised. Yeah. Very surprised. Mm-hmm. In Texas, um, somebody was referring to uh, the Texas suburbs as a super fund fight. The super fund sites for Republicans is really that toxic. And these suburbs are on fire in that Sun Belt group Arizona, Texas, mm-hmm. Georgia, North Carolina, Florida. Uh, a lot of suburban vote there. You know, that is um, really interesting how that breaks down that way. Again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this election day. Um, it's, I'll tell you, it's so difficult with between the early voting and also between the early voting and it's, it's impossible for us to really gauge how this thing is breaking out. When it, when you think about it, it comes down to Florida, North Carolina, I mean, all these different states. Now I know some people, and I'll read some of your email 
And again, folks, right now it's 122 on this election day. I think it again, it's so important, regardless of whoever you vote for. But it's just so important to get out and vote. I've always voted. Um, I, I just grew up in one of those households. I want to remind you about Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. And get a purple dumpster for your driveway. Look for them on Facebook. They have the Laker colors, purple and yellow. Brothers Disposal, 401 688 0517-401-688-0517, Brothers Disposal. And they'll put a dumpster in your driveway, unmatched experience and expertise. You can also find them on Facebook. But Brothers Disposal, and what you need when you could use that, that dumpster for, as I call it, the purple dumpster, is you have it in the driveway and it's so much easier. You want to clean out your basement, you want to clean out your garage, you want to clean out your attic, or you maybe are doing a small household construction project. Brother's Disposal. Come on, brother. Call them today, 401-688-0517 for Brother's Disposal. Folks, it's John DePietro on this election day. It's 123. Listen, like many of you, it's um, <clears throat> it's nerve-wracking. I don't buy some people saying um, it's going to be a Trump landslide. I, I don't. This is a tight election. And you can tell last night that they're exhausted. They have put everything into it. Um, I, I did receive an email just a short time ago. Um, someone asked me, do I think that the president has a chance to flip Rhode Island and could win Rhode Island? My answer to that is, folks, if they thought they had any shot of that, I know some people aren't going to want to hear this, but we have to deal in reality. When I'm talking to you, I can't be trying to spin you. I can't be trying to convince you of something. Um, if they thought they had any shot of that, the, the, the campaign would have been in. I want to repeat the problem with the president, the four largest cities in the state. Massachusetts is one thing, but the four, the situation in Rhode Island is the four largest cities are Providence, Cranston, Warwick, Pawtucket. But Providence is so huge. So Providence, I, I agree with someone that said, do you think the protesters, I got an email, do you think the protesters are voting? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I understand where they're going with that. But the problem is the, the Providence vote and the Providence voting list. I don't think it's accurate. I don't think it's fair. I don't think they stop anyone from registering to vote. And that's the problem. Uh, do I think there's voter fraud? Yeah, I do think there is voter fraud. I think it stems a lot from that. And I think they let it go by. And I think Nelly Gobia goes by. As I have said to many of you, if there's one office that I would like to see a Republican take over, it's that Secretary of State. I would love to see someone purge those voting lists, go through that office. I don't think we're having fair elections. It's so important to do that. It affects the statewide. I'm nervous about a lot of the progressive candidates in the state. But in order for... The, you know, in some ways, though, see, Pennsylvania is such a huge state. So you do have Philadelphia, which obviously Biden will carry. But there's so many of the outer suburbs that then President Trump, that's why Pennsylvania is a swing state. New Hampshire, in many ways, it's almost the same population of Rhode Island. It's a bigger state geographically than Rhode Island. But what New Hampshire doesn't have is Providence. If you take Providence, Really, I mean, Pawtucket is one thing. If you take Providence out of the mix, if Rhode Island were a, a battleground state, the, the Trump people would have been in here all the time. They would have been doing rallies. And I think President Trump will win Johnston. I think he will win North Providence. I'm anxious to see if he wins Warwick and Cranston. It's going to be very significant if the president wins uh, Warwick and Cranston. And if you look at Rhode Island, it's the West Bay where the state is basically divided, the East Bay is all blue, East Providence, Barrington, Bristol, Warren, Portsmouth, Middletown, and Newport, all blue. West Bay, with the exception of parts of Narragansett, Westerly, big patch of red. Uh, but I'm anxious to see if President Trump wins in North Kingstown, if he wins in Warwick, if he wins in Cranston, uh, how he does in East Greenwich. 
how he does in some of the other communities. Cranston and Warwick would be huge. It would be huge for the party if the president can pick up those states. But <clears throat> as far as some people that think he's, he's going to win the state of Rhode Island, you're not taking into account Providence and Pawtucket. Those states, Providence and Pawtucket, are a problem. They've always been a problem. Um, they're, they're, a, they're a major problem. Uh, and, and also, I didn't see much of a ground gain emphasis in Providence. Maybe in and around Mount Pleasant, Smith Hill, I, I can't tell you if I saw any Trump signs in Providence. There were a lot of Trump rallies. Yes, there's a lot of Trump enthusiasm in, uh, in different parts of the state. Depends on where you are. I didn't see a big concentrated effort in different communities to try to get some Trump momentum going. Maybe in the North End, maybe in parts of the Mount Pleasant area. But you see a lot of people in different parts of the state, even if they put a Trump sign, it gets it gets ripped down. So I'm not convinced of that. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, uh, obviously, the heating season is zero this week. It's going to be nice. Don't forget our, about our friends at J.K.L. Engineering. Call them today, 401 401- 351-7600-401-351-7600, J.K.L. Engineering. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You can depend on J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600. I want to, um, again, play some uh, some more sound. Now, uh, I, I don't know what to, it, it's so tough. This is a little bit of uh, last night. Ivanka Trump got up at that uh, that big final rally in uh, Wisconsin about some of the things that he's been able to accomplish over the past four years. And I am so proud of so many of them. But I will say the thing that I am most proud of is unlike politicians, he's never forgot why he ran for president and who he is fighting for. That's right. You never forgot. It is a beautiful thing to see, and he works so, so hard every single day. And let me just tell you, Washington has not changed Donald Trump. Donald Trump has changed Washington. That was nice. You know, I was glad for the Trump family last night because the president is going out on just a thunderous note. Compare that with Lady Gaga. With Biden in Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, go away. Uh, not me. Uh, good God. Here's um, <clears throat> Donald Trump Jr. last night in Wisconsin. They say Florida, but you know, doesn't matter. You don't have to be right. But thank you, guys. Thank you for the support. We've been seeing it on the ground every day yep. for weeks. Because unlike the Bidens, we don't have a mainstream media that will campaign for us. That's we right. We have to do it ourselves on the ground with <coughs> you guys. So we need you to get out and bring your friends to vote tomorrow. And when we do, we can not only keep making America great again, but we can make liberals cry again. Get out there and do it, Wisconsin. Folks, Wisconsin is a very important state. And then I also want to play for you. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's 131. Um, it's John DePietro. You know, the, the story of the boarding up the cities and the unrest and some of the liberal bloggers trying to say, well, you know, they're worried about Trump, the Trump supporters. I want to go back to this was the interview we did. Brother Gary, Black Lives Matter at Island. They will burn down the city of Providence. They'll be rioting. If President Trump wins re-election. I, I think I want to give President Trump four more years. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, but, but if it happens, will Black Lives Matter accept the outcome of the election? I don't think so. <laughs> How is that possible? This is America. This oh, is what you're talking about. about democracy. So We've seen democracy on the other side. Better accept it. Right now, Brother Gary, make a vow. Black Lives Matter will respect and accept the, the election yes. results in November. Never. That's I think not the, the How is that possible? Would there be possibly a riot the next day? Absolutely. Would there That's be wrong. Burning of cities the next day. It would be. It would be bad. It would be very bad. How is that not called out, folks? You know why is that allowed? Why is that allowed? If you want to see and hear that story for yourself, you can go to the website. 
to Petro.com and hear it for yourself. That That is completely wrong. It should not be tolerated. It should not be allowed. <clears throat> to Petro.com, which is brought to you by Just Angels. You know, Just Angels, you can link right through online, justangelsonline.com. Gifts from the heart, beautiful custom religious items and remembrances. They have uh, beautiful gifts and rosaries and and, um, crosses, or maybe, you know, someone that you're a family member, someone that a friend of yours had a pet pass away, you can make a nice remembrance of that. Also, for people that are line of work, if you want to back the blue and support police, if you pray for our military, log on at the website justangelsonline.com it's you can link right through at the website to petro.com you know for the life of me how is that not uh, i i just how, how can people say that the media is not biased because we all know <clears throat> if that was in fact a trump supporter saying that they would be screaming about white supremacy they would be screaming about the proud boys I also want to play, uh, this is new, President Trump is right now making a visit to the Trump campaign headquarters in Virginia. And it's uh, a really nice scene that is um, playing out right now. And I want to play you um, some of the audio. They're giving him a a big standing ovation. That's where the president is. And um, let me, uh, I want to just pull that up, folks. It's a nice moment right now. He has absolutely given it 100%. It's been uh, so difficult. Here it is. President Trump, Trump campaign headquarters. Yep. That is uh, terrific. I am so glad. And folks, also, um, they were reporting, uh, New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman is reporting that they've set up like a war room. You know, I can't stand this stuff. Rep. Ariana Presley dances outside Massachusetts polling station as... I I can't stand these people. I just can't. I can't stand the squad. Uh, Do we really have to put up with this for the next four years if they win? I can't stand the squad. New York Police Union endorsed Trump, said the president, undisputed record of supporting police. Folks, that's what this is about today. That's what this is about. Biden is mobbed by fans after visiting Bo's grave with wife Jill and his crew, two uh, granddaughters. So I guess they were out earlier uh, this morning. Uh, Philadelphia, shenanigans go on year after year. Now, they've already, as I mentioned, they already have um, they already have people inside. Uh, Pennsylvania is going to be a mess. Maggie Haberman, per two sources, the campaign has a war room set up in the Eisenhower Executive Office Building. Trump's going to be briefed in the residence Oval Office throughout the day by officials. Camp Sane is funding the operation. Building is taxpayer space. Not clear how this works. Listen, he's the president. He has a right to know what the results are. How about the British gambler has bet $5 million that President Trump wins? Biggest ever political bet. A British gambler is betting $5 million. I want to play Hillary asks America to take back our democracy. Well, the fact of the matter is Hillary, they're still upset that she lost. They keep in mind, never forget, folks, what they're so upset about is that President Trump was never supposed to win. Don't ever forget that. He was never supposed to win. The handoff of the baton was supposed to be from President Obama to Hillary. Let's win back our democracy. How does she feel about Kamala Harris? Uh, Let me see. Oh, I thought there was maybe uh, audio of that. Perhaps not. I was just looking at a uh, a headline. But... uh, 
voting in Rhode Island as well. I will be giving you uh, updates, folks. And again, tonight, don't forget, you can hear Jeff Gamach will be live on WNRI. Obviously, the uh, the big race will be the mayoral race. And then um, we also want to see just how effective some of the progressives are going to be, you know, down the ballot on whether or not it is. Is this a progressive wave? Hopefully not. But that is uh, taking over. So I'm looking right now at the latest Rhode Island voter turnout number is 402,372. So it's just below 50 percent. And then certain communities have huge turnout and certain communities uh, do not have huge turnout as of yet. But I'll tell you, in the East Bay, Barrington, Bristol are leading the pack, and that's blue. That is definitely blue. Central Falls has a mayoral race. <clears throat> oh, that's it's actually, um, oh, I see. Um, let me uh, skim down and see who has some of the other. Uh, Winsocket's at 33%. Uh, West Greenwich, 60% turnout so far. Let me check. Uh, Providence is at 34%. Portsmouth is at 60%. Pawtucket's at 40%. North Smithfield, 53% have voted in, Smith, in uh, North Smithfield. North Providence, 50%. Let's see. Johnston is at Johnston, 50%. In Foster, 52%. In Cumberland, 55 percent, 15,000 people have voted so far in Cumberland, 55 percent participation. Now, Cranston, 52 percent in Cranston, 32,000 have voted in Cranston. And they do have some uh, very significant races. You know, I'll I'll give it. They they also show the amount of people that are voting at different times. So 22,000 people voted first thing this morning, the first hour. Then it dropped to 15, 15, 16, 13, 7. So this is actually if you haven't voted yet. And right now it's 140 on this election day. Uh, right now would actually be a good time to go out and vote because uh, it is definitely I am seeing on social media that some people are breezing right through and they're able to um, <clears throat> vote right away. So if you haven't voted yet, now would be a very good time seemingly uh, that you won't have much problem. I know a lot of people. And it's also keep in mind it can be deceiving because of covid the way that everybody is spaced out. So that can be deceiving as well. But folks, it's so frustrating. For instance, like, you know, like many of you, it's so tough that we're depending on people in North Carolina getting out and voting for the president. We're depending on people in Georgia, in Florida, in um, it's just difficult. I don't like this business that they're boarding up the cities. I don't like that other than you know, what, what does that do to turnout? For those of you that missed it, we had Donna Perry on earlier. And folks, remember, if I also want to thank everyone. If you have not checked it out, if you ever miss any portion of the program, I want to just take an opportunity to thank the great Jeff Gamach, who said um, we, we wanted to have everything posted online. So you could go back, and if you ever miss a segment, you can listen to it. And Jeff said, you know, I think this anchor... This anchor FM thing is uh, is really great, and I think this is the the direction that we want to go, and it's become so popular, and it's really incredible, just uh, how much the whole thing. And I want to uh, obviously publicly uh, acknowledge and thank because it was it was Jeff the the one that picked it, and people love it. And I was just he just alerted me, folks. You know we've had over thirty thousand. People have downloaded and listened to the different segments that we have. Um, so you just go to the website, uh, depetro.com, and then you can, you know, click on some of the different segments that you want to listen to. And we have hit over 30,000, which is a big number that also just shows the amount of people that, uh, that then go back. And sometimes people are busy. They don't catch everything right away, but uh, they go back. And sometimes the numbers just explode off um, off the page. We've had um, some of them. When I had Bernard on, there was, you know, hundreds of people were listening to that. And then when we had the police chief in Cranston, there was almost 1,000 uh, just diff- separate, separate from radio, separate from Facebook. Again, um, it's all at the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, depetro.com is in fact brought to you by um, <clears throat> Cranston surplus provision. Folks, who knows what's going to happen? They're already threatening they're going to riot. 
There are people already threatening that if they don't get the election results they want, that they're going to go ballistic. And you need to visit Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. You can drop my name. It's Tanya and Frank and Kyle, and they're just terrific. But they have ammo. They have pepper spray. They have food storage. Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They're not near Providence. They're actually like two miles from Garden City. To me, this is this election. And I want you to understand this election to me, it's just it's so clear what the choice is, because the, the Biden is no match. Biden is no match for the left. And Bernie Sanders, you know, he was already telling the squad we, we are basically they're going to take over the Democrat Party. And Biden is going along. I want to play this uh, piece that they're always projecting. You know, how are you on the side? Right now it's 143. How are you on the side of people? That say blank the police and kill a cop. And this, I, I, I just find these people repulsive. I want to play some of this. Today, Joe Biden's voters made it very clear what they plan to do. Only good cop is a dead cop. Only good cop is a dead cop. Terrible. All right, Deborah voted red in Warwick. Oh, people. You're definitely not going to see it on other channels because they've suppressed it. They don't want you to see that. Yeah. It's not conservatives who are doing it. No, it's not white supremacists. It's not the Russians. It's Joe Biden voters. That's right. Who are, in effect, threatening to burn it down if they don't get what they want. That's right. So the same people who are telling you that Trump will never accept the outcome of the election are implying that they won't accept the outcome of the election. It doesn't go their way and they will commit violence. Everyone knows this. Everyone's pretending it's not true. Let's stop the line. Yep. Hillary Clinton told Joe Biden that he should not concede under any circumstances. <laughs> I love these guys. They accused Republicans of undermining democracy, refusing to concede the election, still overturning the election. Hillary Clinton never gave up that election. She still calls it illegitimate in 2016. Yep. The, the left, particularly in the bureaucracy, the deep state, the administrative state, have, have tried to overturn that. They did that for three and a half, four That's years. Right. Now they're saying we're going to run again, and it's not looking great for us, so we're not going to concede the election under any circumstances. They're always projecting. Joe Biden, months ago, Go hired a team of at least 600 lawyers to litigate this election. So I think they will put up a very strong fight. Let's stop the line. They're always projecting. They are always projecting. They are always projecting. They tell you exactly what they're going to do. And I come back to, and again, folks, good afternoon at 145 on this historic election day it is tuesday november 3rd you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 99.9 fm good afternoon to everybody tuning in on facebook live john DePietro show please do a thumbs up you can share that you're watching i'll send the link become a supporter of the page all the information is right there on the page um and, and i come back to this notion that locally the media won't even tell you why they're boarding up Providence Place Wall in different places in, in Providence. It's not because of Trump voters. Why, why, why is it? Why can't they just say, because we're concerned that Black Lives Matter, Biden, defund the police, anarchist voters are going to be upset. So we have to board up. They have to say, because there may be some people upset with the election result. Who? Let's call them out. Name names. Who is it? We know who it is. We know exactly who it is. We've seen it all summer. Right. If they want to they see Governor Amundo, they, they don't like the fact she won't meet with them. They march to her house at 930 at night. They don't like me. So they threaten me. They don't like a window. They smash it. They don't like the police. So they throw bottles and rocks and firecrackers at them and they charge them and punch them. They are an angry mob. This is mob rule. Why did that Columbus statue come down? Because the mob didn't want it. Mayor Lorsa said, well, we had to take down the statue, the Columbus, Christopher Columbus statue in Providence, because otherwise they were going to rip it down. Well, and now they're doing it Election Day. If you vote for Trump, we're going to come and we're going to riot and burn down and destroy your cities. That's the message. Let's be really clear about this. But instead, what do you hear? They talk about the Proud Boys. They talk about 
white nationalists, white supremacists. They talk about Trump supporters in a caravan surrounding a Biden bus in Texas. They always try to portray you as violent. They always try to portray you as being the ones that won't respect the problem. Well, President Trump, will you right now accept the outcome? Why, why are they asking him? He's not the problem. You're the peaceful ones. I've been to the Trump rallies. There's no problem. The only problem comes in with some of the people that crashed them. Now, I've covered all these protests. There's never any Trump people at the protests. You don't, you don't go into the Black Lives Matter protests. You don't go to anything like that. They lie and they try to say that they do. But they're, listen, the people, I want you to understand this at 149 on this Tuesday. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. And I think a lot of you already know this. The progressives, the defund the police anarchists, if they're anything, they're pathological liars. All they do, they, they lie consistently and they lie repeatedly and they try to change the narrative. If Biden is elected president, I, I don't know what's going to happen other than nothing good. And it is going to be destruction. This is someone he is unplugged. Now, what if, in fact, yeah, North Providence didn't have power today? Where did that come from? Providence, supposedly, huge delaying traffic of people trying to get to the polls to vote before they went to work. Suddenly, they, they blocked off 95. That's suppressing the vote. That happened this morning. Folks, I don't believe anything is a coincidence. I don't. I don't think those turnout numbers include early voting. They, they are early voting. Those are early voting. That's everybody combined. The number that I was reading for you was everybody combined. Now, it could get higher. But that's according to what the Secretary of State is putting up. Those are the numbers. I'm reading it right off of the website. But they never repeat that, folks. They, they do. They lie. And the thing that I also worry about, Rhode Island statewide turnout is already reaching 86% of the total from 2016. A lot of room to grow. Polls are open for several more hours, and the state's largest voting community, Providence, has already has only hit 34% turnout. Well, President Trump has a shot if they're only at 34% turnout. So I'm going off the numbers that everyone's going off. Rhode Island Board of Elections, three high-speed tabulators operation continually since 8 a.m., and they have, uh, they have all the results down. So they feel that they have that down. Um, um, Kaylee of the White House press secretary, she's predicting a Trump landslide. I don't like that. I don't like it because I don't want anyone discouraged from voting. Now, I'm also seeing there were 311 votes around noon at the Osprey Boathouse, polling place, Patuxent Village. Much slower day of pace than normal, given early voting. Uh, 100,000 election day votes. 280,000 today seems like a reach. So Rhode Island could see record voter turnout. Uh, Board of Elections will have their polling results. I talked about that. I'll go back again. I'm going off the numbers that they are putting forth. And this is a new app that they have. Now, sometimes these things can can go uh, haywire. But the Rhode Island, um, I'll even uh, refresh it and make sure that we're up to speed. Nope, Rhode Island voter turnout is kind of stuck where it is. And I'll go through exactly where they are. I'll go down to the Woonsocket number. They're showing that election day voters so far in Woonsocket, this is according to the Secretary, no, to the Rhode Island Department of State, yes, Secretary of State, voter turnout, Woonsocket, 3,300. Mail ballot voters, 3,500. Early voters, 2,500. Total turnout, 9,455, that's 33%. That's right there, according to the um, General Rhode Island voter turnout, the Secretary of State's office. And those numbers all add up. If you add up, so far, 3,300 people today, 3,500 mail ballot, and 2,500 early voters, you get 9,455. So it comes out like that. Warwick, and then I went through some of the other numbers. Now, we don't know what that's going to be. Now, light turnout in Providence would be very good for President Trump. Light turnout in Providence also would not bode well for 
Providence is only at 34%. They've only had 13,000 voters today. 18,000 have already voted by mail ballot and 11,000 did early ballot. So they've had 42,000 people vote, 34% turnout. So that could affect question one, which is changing the name of the state. Whether or not we're going to remove Providence Plantation from that. Are there going to be riots if we don't remove Providence Plantation from the state name? I don't know. They took it. The, uh, they already took it off the stationery at the state house. The city of Providence. They wanted to put it on the ballot. I thought they did a terrible job with the campaign to try to alert people that that was uh, was actually in motion. So, folks, don't forget uh, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're doing a huge business. Stop in and see them, Ron and Melissa. Right now, you get the, the uh, Trump chocolate donuts, the Trump pastry, the Trump soda. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Also. Uh, if you're having a problem with heating, Coogan Heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable, residential service. Let them into your home. Don't fix it alone. Coogan Heating. Call them 732-6562, 732-6562 for Coogan Heating. I mentioned the website. We're going to have updates on the website. And the website is brought to you by Allstate Lock. Security cameras, car keys, residential, commercial, allstatelock.com, or call them 401-349-0042. Now, later tonight, the great Jeff Gamach will be on AM 1380, 99.9 FM, anchoring coverage. Obviously, folks, northern part of the state, big election, Central Falls mayor, but more importantly, the race for mayor, Woodsocket. I will be doing Facebook Live, trying to determine the hours, but I'll be doing local results I don't think we're going to have a winner for president tonight. I, I don't know, like everyone else. Um, in some ways, I hope not. I hope it's not a quick night. I don't think we're going to have a winner tonight. I think it is going to drag over the next couple of days. But either way, uh, with so many of you, we've kind of come through this. That's right. Don't forget about Jeff Lemaire for Everyone's Congress. Vote for Jeff. He's running a great campaign against um Congressman David Cicilline, he is the choice. Jeff Lemire, those of you that haven't voted yet, CD1, L-E-M-I-R-E, vote Lemire, have no fear. Vote Lemire. So vote for Jeff for Congress. Let's see if he can overtake. He's making a late break. Polling numbers right now show Lemire neck and neck with Cicilline at the polls. Now, we don't know about early voting, but right now, Jeff Lemire, independent, running neck and neck, according to different polls at polling places. So he's willing, winning the battle at the polls on this election day. If he gets enough votes, it could push him over the top. We're going to um, we're gonna have to wait and see. Who else did I want to mention? We did, um, don't forget about J. Perry paving. That's right, residential, commercial, this is good weather need something paved, J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free estimate, 732-1730-401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Online, letter J, J. Perry Paving.com. And also check them out on Facebook. Hey, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway needs to be refreshed, they have your back. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. J. Perry Paving, and also look for them on Facebook. Well, folks, I am, um, you know, it's so tough. It's tough to call four years ago, like many of you. I just had this feeling President Trump, he and his campaign, you got to hand it to them. They have done everything possible, uh, just nonstop. The, the enthusiasm uh, at the polls has just been, uh, with the rallies, has been tremendous. We also saw all the um, all of the Trump boat parades and the car caravans and the honking waves and that Trump train rolling along. Right now, Florida has now reached 100% of the 2016 voter turnout. The state of Florida has already reached 100% of the 2016 voter turnout. So that, that is an incredible number. That is really an incredible number. Now, there are also, there's certain states that they're predicting, and we're going to wait and see. Now, this organization that has that, they have President Trump winning Florida, but they have Biden winning Pennsylvania. They have Biden winning Michigan and Wisconsin and Minnesota. 
that the president cracked through on. So that is um, one polling organization. North, uh, they have North Carolina being won by the president. And they have Georgia being won by the president and Florida being won by the president. But they have Biden winning Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin. That's one uh, final electoral map. Political polls is the name of it. Nonpartisan. That's what they find. They have uh, Biden at 290, the president 248. I don't think that's what it's going to be. I think uh, it's going to be huge numbers coming out today for people, for the president. I think that Trump wave is going to be huge. Folks, good luck to all the candidates out there, especially Pat Cordelessa, Jeff Lemire, Anthony Giarusso. Um, let's see, Ken, Ken Hopkins. Good luck. You know, I, I have so much respect for everyone that throws their name in the ring. Again, we're going to have more. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Check out the website, though, depetro.com. We will have updates on Facebook. I will be uh, on tonight giving you some of the results as they uh, come down. You know, it's tough, I, um, but I will be on, and then I'll also uh, be calling in uh, to Jeff as well. So we'll see some of the locals. Uh, big one, the, the big race locally also to watch is just Cranston, whether or not Bob That obviously would change the dynamic of the state uh, next year because I think Governor Raimondo would be highly considered for um, for a position with the cabinet. So, folks, uh, thank you. Good luck on this election day. Get out and vote. Uh, the weather is good. Now's a good time right now. Don't wait. Remember, polls close at 8 o'clock. Stay tuned. 2 o'clock news, then the John Dion program. I'm back on Facebook Live tomorrow. I'll also be back on the radio tomorrow at 11. Don't forget Jeff Gamach tonight on the air giving real-time election results. So stay tuned. Two o'clock news. John Dion is next. Remember, uh, follow, visit depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. Go Trump. Let's hope that red wave spreads. We're going to find out GCN. exactly visit whether GCN or not with this uh, incredible turnout that